0: Yes.
1: And welcome to the inaugural episode of the Joey T podcast. Coming to you live from the speaker from behind the driver's side of my car. Sitting in my passenger seat, you might know this guy. Famous from PHS Life, Rabbit and Red,
2: Skeleton Crew, yeah, well, the one, the only, Michael J. How are you doing evening, I'm, sir? I'm doing quite well, sir. Thank you very much for having me on this. Inaugural episode It's very weird because this is the first Driving Podcast that I've done uh, This is new uh, This will be This will kind of be
1: the second time I've done this yeah. I've done other episodes on uh, My other podcast, Jacket Audio uh, I've done them in a parked car yes. Multiple times uh, But then I have a, a portable Tascam recorder at one time, T Mac and I were going to the Melvin show, and we—I uh, had the task game We recorded some stuff on the way down, right. And then he just cut it into the, the show later. Oh. So, so that was early. That was early, one of the jacket audio days. Yes. But we were headed home from Philadelphia, from the was it Philadelphia Film
2: Society, the old Prince Theater? Okay, okay. So that's where the Film Society thing came from because I was thinking Prince Theater, but I realized I guess it it morphed into the Philadelphia Film Society.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know when the name change was. I I honestly never heard of the Philadelphia Film Society until looking into where this place was located. Right. Because of your generosity and in inviting me to go along with you to see the Jay and Silent Bob reboot roadshow. Yes. With the VIP passes, This wasn't just go Watch Kevin Smith You know Give his little speech beforehand Watch a movie Do a QA and a with Jason Mews I think that was 50 bucks If you were to just do that uh, I don't even want to think about The money that was spent on
2: mm-hmm.
1: Or what we had We had A nice little meet and greet 10 minutes What'd you say? Was it 10 minutes? It was about it? 10 minutes It was very emotional for myself <laughs> It probably felt like 2 It was so... It was quick. Yeah. It was quick, but we got to spend 10 minutes uh, in the green room with uh, Kevin Smith and Jason Muse, where I spent most of my time talking to Jay.
2: Yes. Michael J. here got to talk to Kevin for the majority of the time. Which is unfortunate, because I wish Joe would talk to Kevin more so. Yeah, but you got more of the filmmaker in you. You Yeah. But it's Kevin. I know. It's still Kevin.
1: It, 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 It is, but... At the same time uh, You know I've gotten to talk To Kevin Smith Before Last year At Vulgar thought. Not for 10 minutes It was quick Right But he was You know I got to chat with him For a couple minutes There at the end I got to tell him About this new podcast The the Joey T podcast And the the original The OG Jacket audio So He knows about that uh, Which is all good but, um, and he got the jacket part, as you will. <laughs> Which was fantastic. Um, yeah, jacket video, which was run by uh, the other half, or third, oh, yeah. for JD Cam.
0: The a
1: third of jacket audio was the old jacket video, an adult video store. Yes. So you can try to figure out what the jacket and jacket video means. But tell me, you were... ...emotional before we even got in. We were standing on the other side of the door... ...waiting for our turn to go in. And...
2: and it, it, it got ...a little, little emotional there. A little choked it, up. It all just started to... ...like... ...you know, I came to the realization like... ...wow... ...you're talking to this guy... ...finally... ...after all of these years... ...of, of watching his stuff... ...I've seen him... ...a few other times... I watched all the Evening with Kevin Smith uh, Things You know what I mean So it's like Now that finally like Comes to like uh, You know Full circle pretty, see, he, pretty damn cool And he couldn't be more Personable oh, with- And more Like Welcoming When I went- he touched me I <laughs> was like Oh my Like I was thinking Oh my god He touched me He's touching me And then when we were leaving He touched me again <laughs> Like, not, you know, like, the hug was just, and it was, like, a genuine hug, and my crippled ass can't hug. So, he's, like, got his arms wrapped around me, and I'm just trying to wrap my arm around him, and I just, I can't do it. Now, Jay, I don't know if you saw this, Joe, but Jay went to hug me, and I went to, like, wrap my little gimpy arm around him, and I think I touched his ass. Did you? I think I t- I felt do? his pants. Oh boy! were well, if you get a restraining they
1: were, order, they were you'll corduroy. Know why.
2: <laughs> they were corduroy, and I felt his ass in my hand. I think. <laughs> like I just, if I if I would have just squeezed, it would have been pure fucking cheek off. Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs>
1: mm. dude. Uh, well, I, that you know what? I didn't even notice the pants he was wearing. But I hope corduroy makes a comeback. I I still have three pairs from the '90s that just sit in a closet that I would love to bring out again. Yeah, you should. Bringing the 90s back with the reboot. That's it. But, yeah, I went, I, you know, I walked in first. Yes. Hoping to break the ice for you. Yes. I wasn't trying to, like, jump ahead of you No, I told you you should go in first because you you? you you wanted me to go
2: in and I said, no, you go first because I was afraid I was going to, like, just totally lose it (laughs) because I was crying in the hallway before. (laughs)
1: You're right. I, did. I forgot you said to go first. Yes. Um, but I went to go for, like, the handshake half hug. Yeah. And he's like, put that hand away.
2: Yeah, dude. He- Give me a
1: hug. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Give him a hug. Jay comes in the room. He's like, oh, thanks for coming. And gives a big hug. I'm like, wow. Okay. This is going to be interesting. Yeah. And you sat down in a, a chair. Yeah. Kevin sat down on the couch... Across from you mm-hmm. Which is L-Sheet Right And then On the other like The other L-half of the couch mm-hmm. Jay sits next to me So now Jay starts talking about Or I tell him I said that I heard He wasn't supposed to be At the show tonight Or might not be at the show Right So then he starts You know telling me On the second leg of the, the tour He's not going to be around So maybe The information was banned Yeah me. that, that could have been And uh but he's looking forward to a break He starts talking about his daughter So Of course I'm sucked into the conversation about kids right. uh, Disney World He's at Disney World for a couple of days with his daughter First time she's going there I, It was just It was weird to watching, or Sitting there just having a normal conversation With yeah, Two guys that I've watched on the screen For 25 years And just sitting there BSing like Old friends. Hey, how's the kids? Hey, vacation plans? Like, like, it was just a surreal moment. It was amazing. But, the movie. What did you think of the movie? The movie
2: was, I mean... And I watched the trailer. And, you know, I'll normally watch trailers for movies. I know people that don't do that because they say, you know, it gives the movies away. But... You know, from the trailer, I was like, you know, this is interesting. Of course, I've seen all their other stuff, so of course I'm going to see this. Um, but, you know, I figured it could go one of two ways. Um, I was reading a lot or hearing a lot from people that saw it, and they were like, you know, it's emotional, it's, it's good, it's laugh, you cry, it's all that stuff.
0: <laughs> it's um, better than
2: cats. Right. Well, yeah, <laughs> that, that's a given. But, um, you know, I was, I was afraid, too, because, you know, it's like... You don't know how it's going to be. Did he lose his touch? You know, since the heart attack, did maybe something happen that maybe softened him a little bit? Mm. And, I mean, I think in ways it did. But he pulled it off to where, I mean, it just, there was so many moving moments in it where I felt myself, like, getting so choked up and so emotional over it. I mean, you didn't notice, um, and I'm glad you didn't because... (laughs) When I do cry, and see, it's it's very tough for me because when I cry, I do like a laugh cry type thing. Uh. So I try to hide it when I'm in public because it can get very embarrassing. Like people could be like, what are you laughing at? There's nothing funny when I'm not laughing, I'm crying, but I laugh to cover up the cry maybe, I don't know.
1: Well, I'm glad you mentioned that. And the crying in the hallway before, when you were getting overwhelmed at the anticipation. Yes. I honestly thought you started laughing out of nervousness. Yes. At first, and I'm like, hmm, and then after you know, another couple seconds, I'm like, oh no, oh no, here's the ugly cry team <laughs> yeah, actually talking <you're> about. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I agree with you. And you know what? It was it was emotional, but it wasn't like to me, I wasn't. Ah, no, it's I got like the, the lump in the throat a little bit, but it. The, but it was it, it was sweet, right? It was sweet enough, to in my opinion, sweet enough, and funny enough. Like it was it was just a, a nice balance of emotions. Like you, you're always rooting for Jay, right? Because then I was wondering, you know, is this, God. is it just going to be? Rehash 90s jokes. Right. And it wasn't. It was like, it was fresh. It was, you know, he says, let's revisit the 90s when he talks about in promos and stuff. Right. But it wasn't. It was definitely a, a 2019 movie, but stayed true to the 25
2: years of Jane Silent Bob, Silent Bob Lure. Right. Now, right. And, I mean, for me, more so, like, the, the undertones of of the the friendship talk Mm -hmm. and, you know, having that closeness, I mean, you know, that kind of hit me harder, you know, stuff that we talked about off air, about the whole, you know, my run of luck with with trying to make films and all that stuff. Like, the friendship that he was talking about, you know, that Jay and Silent Bob have, Mm -hmm. I feel like I had that at one time, um, but I... Do not have that anymore. It's like that has gone, you know. And it's like, for whatever reason, that just really hit me hard. Kind of like, like I said, the the scene in um, Clerks 2 when they're in jail and they have a whole thing where <laughs> Randall's like, you know, you're my best friend, and I'm like I, I will ball like a baby still.
1: Yeah, that one got that to me a little bit too. I. Uh, um. Yeah, because I I, it, I get what you're saying. You know, I've had friendships like that as well. Uh, but yeah, uh, that the clerk's two see at the end. But who knew? Who knew uh, Jeff Anderson could emote like that? He's usually just a sarcastic jerk in the movies. Mm. <laughs> Asshole.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll see. Did you get a chance to ask the question?
2: Um, Would you, what was the, the if the uh, I don't know how things were patched up? Oh, uh, no, 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 no. Because I'm going to save that. Um, I'm going to save that for the upcoming uh, Sunday show that I'm going to try to pull together with me, yourself, and uh, Mr. Smith. Oh, uh,
1: yeah. We'll, we'll
2: ask it there.
1: Yes. Michael J. was brought up to Kevin to try to get you know, get him on a, an episode of his Sunday show. Yes. And the publicist?
2: Who is she? It's the... The, the manager, tour manager for tour, the road show. Tour manager. And he basically he told her to, you know, give me her contact info so I have her email address. So I can... He said email her and, you know, he's like, we're on the road now, so I got nothing but time, so... Oh, my God. Could you imagine? Could you imagine if that happens? I mean, and I did throw in there that if he needs a token gimp for Clerks 3, I'm all on board. <laughs> Dude, that would be fantastic. Especially if he's even semi-local oh yeah. god cause I think I, from the sound of it it sounds like he's gonna try to do Clerks 3 in Jersey oh that would be awesome yeah cause he has in
1: I think Jersey Girl was the last thing that was shot
2: yeah kind I mean, of local I yeah. think so and I think well, I think the reason cause Clerks 3 when he was originally gonna do it was gonna be well he said the home base was in Philly because he had all these tax credits. And I think that's why they were... Or how they were able to do it in Philly. Or how they were going to be able to do it in Philly. Was because of the tax credits. But then when that kind of all fell apart... Then, you know, there was that.
1: Yeah, but what's his name? The, uh... I'm drawing a blank on the dude's name. The, uh... Cents Sense. a um, Night Shyamalan. Yeah. Uh, he just did something recently. He went before some government board... I guess maybe to look, try to find these tax credits... Right. ...to get more film shot. Uh, I didn't read the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I saw a link. I don't know if it was... What social media I saw it on. Right. So I just read maybe like a paragraph of it. But he was saying that, you know, there's so many great places for scenery in Philadelphia that it would be a fantastic place to make movies. Right. And, you know, I guess whatever movement he's trying to make... That would be great to see, because I know they're shooting something right now, but I don't know who's in it. I was, We left, so this show, we could get into the theater at 6 o'clock,
2: yeah.
1: and I was talking to Michael J, I'm like, dude, I want to leave early, traffic is horrible, there's construction going on, yes. and I completely forgot when I was down in the vicinity of the theater about a week and a half ago, mm-hmm. besides construction shutting down some of the side roads... There was other roads that were shut down because they were shooting a movie. Um, I ended up walking down the street, saw you know, a trailer with the craft services, the food. Saw another trailer with some equipment, and I saw some. I'm like, "Oh, what's going on here?" Like, "I oh, was shooting a movie," and you could tell the dude wanted nothing to do with
2: talking to me. Right. So I just kept walking. I thought you would have maybe tried to sneak into crass, crap, services <laughs> and see what kind of food they were offering. Nah, I was.
1: I looked like I was at my job. So. Oh, Are they like, yeah, I'm an extra?
2: I'm an extra. I'm a worker. We don't, we don't have any extras today, sir. Mm-hmm. Damn. I'd be like, no, you. It's on the call sheet, right here, <laughs> right here, and then just like always keep a piece of like uh, paper in your pocket that you, you know, can bunch up and maybe like just pretend. Call sheet. Here. <laughs> Look, just have words and then fold it up real quick. Exactly. Just play words, words, words.
1: Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I never found out what what was being shot, but um so we left early. We're walking around the city. See about what seven or eight people dressed up as cosplaying as Kevin Smith. Yes. Um Yeah, his fans. I don't know. I guess I'm pretty hardcore, but I never thought to
2: dress up like him. <laughs> no, I, I I just don't. I just don't see the attraction with that. I don't I don't get it. I no. I really just don't. If you're doing a Comic-Con thing, mm-hmm.
1: I guess I kind of see that because a lot of people get dressed up as different Right, cause you're at
2: a, at a Comic-Con, and that's just where it is. But if you're doing something like this, it's like <laughs> it, you go to a movie. Right. Could you imagine being that popular? Like, it's not like you get people that like,
1: show up in the hockey jerseys like he used to wear all the time. Mm-hmm. So, people don't necessarily, like, cosplay Silent Bob. No. They cosplay Kevin Smith. Right. The, the podcaster, the guy that goes up on stage mm-hmm. in a jersey and mm-hmm. Uh I, I don't know. I mean, not, not that I ever... I mean, I would love for my a podcast that I'm involved with get that big. But could you ever imagine being that big? Like, people would dress up like you.
2: Yeah, I don't know. That that would be so bizarre. Yeah, I mean, if somebody decided they wanted to go around wearing the type of clothes that I wear, I would probably say that they need their head examined or they need to be shot or something. (laughs) Because it's just not normal. See, they just need to start getting a whole line of
1: gear for your podcast. Just wear that out all the time. Yeah. That's why I want to start doing that more. That's one thing I want to take away from him. That dude is like... The greatest self promoter ever He's the
2: master marketer He
1: really is That's his thing I do remember a buddy of mine Sending me the link to uh, The Secret Stash He's like dude He's got Jay and Silent Bob bookends Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I'm like That sounds kind of cool He's like they're a hundred (laughs) bucks I'm
2: like yeah I'm not buying bookends for a hundred bucks No No (laughs) I do it like the stash, though. The few times that I've been there, I do enjoy it.
1: Oh, I'm glad you mentioned it. I wanted to ask you if you went there.
2: When was the last time you were on me. Uh, the two times that... I forget the one time that I was there, but um, the last time was maybe about, I want to say, a year or a year and a half ago. Okay. And uh, let's see. From what I can remember, the last time, uh, Brian Johnson uh, was behind the counter. Mm-hmm. I think Walt was somewhere in the back, and uh, Mike was running the register, and he waited on me. Okay. And it was funny, because I gave them, and, like, the first time I went down there was kind of like back in maybe 2011, maybe 2012, and I went down there, and that was when I kind of, like, passed on, Mike the, you know, passed to Mike the information about Rabbit and Red and was hoping that he would, like, pass along to Kevin, yeah. but I'm sure that didn't happen, because... Yeah, I, I wonder how much those, those guys communicate since, yeah you know, they're East Coast, he's West Coast. Right. You know, I'm sure... They probably they, only see each other, like, when he's in town or whatever. Yeah. Um...
1: Yeah, I went which I think I'd been there a couple times right. I actually made it this was like 97, 98 right. when it was in the original location um, which was right off of Broad Street but it was like within walking distance of where the stash is now but it was right. on a little crappy side street that you wouldn't even if you didn't know it was there you would. You probably wouldn't walk even walk down the street Right. Um, and Brian was working there and I had a Chasing Amy hat on which a buddy of mine got from my uh, from some company he was working for I forget who it was, it was right. 21 years 22 years ago yeah. he got me the chasing Amy poster a hat and something else and they were promo items from the company he was working for uh-huh. so I'm wearing the hat I walk into the store and Johnson's like where'd you get the hat mm-hmm. I'm like a ah, buddy of mine gave it to me it was, and I you know, told him what I just told you he's like Dude you gotta take care of that hat He's like don't wear that hat That's a promotional item There's barely any of that made Yeah I'm like no way So I kept the thing In almost pristine condition For years after that I barely wore it Every once in a while Cause I liked the way it fit It looked nice Right So I'd wear it every once in a while Somewhere In Moving you know, 15 years ago To my house that I'm in now I don't know if a box got wet somehow, but it I didn't get unpacked right away. Right. And I took it out and it had mold all over it. Like white mold. Oh no. So I'm like I washed it off, but then you could see like little stains where the mold was. Like this sucks. So the mold's I you know, I kept it outside, hopefully, you know, hoping that the, the sunlight and the air would kill everything else off. And it did. And I put it in a nice plastic container. It's still saved, but it's not what it used to be. And Brian, Brian, who has a reputation of, when he worked at the store, being a jerk, yeah, couldn't have been nicer. I talked to him for you know, 10, 15 minutes, um, and then I went back again, maybe a couple years after that. By then, they had moved to Broad Street. Right. And you would hear, like, you know, Walt, since he was the one that runs the store, was like, the friendliest of guys. Yeah. He must have been having a bad day. Because <laughs> I was trying to ask him questions, not about Kevin Smith stuff, but, like, I forget. I had something in my head that I was looking for, trying to seem like I knew what I was talking about on something. I don't I don't even remember what it was. Right. I came up with some BS, and he helped me with the one thing. I, I bought it. It was probably, like, a Star Blazers. I had to guess it was either Star Blazers or Star Wars related. Right. He Help me with that. And then I asked him about something else. And it was like, I don't have that. And yeah, then he just seemed annoyed with me after that. And he just rung me up. I walked out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know. Then, now,
2: do you think that the stash is like, uh, you know, um, like business wise, do you actually think that it, you know, Makes a decent uh, amount, or do you think that it's more like a uh, showpiece now, so to speak?
1: Uh, if I had to guess, yeah. I'm sure it's because of the internet. Right. Yeah, you know, they had, from what I could tell, and again, I'm not much of a collector of things other than what I specifically like, which is usually oddball stuff. Right. It's not as mainstream as, you know, Superman or Batman stuff, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But. I think in the day this day and age of the internet people can find stuff anywhere as far as that real rare hard to find comic book gear right and uh but I mean, they're still around it's 20 years they gotta be making money at least on selling the the Kevin Smith gear it's yeah you know, he's got the hockey jerseys and how many different jerseys he's got the the Stormtrooper looking one right. the one that looks like the Chicago Blackhawks logo right. a, VHS tape that says Clerks Tell them Steve They have one That uh, looks like a uh, cover of one of the Kiss albums I forget which one mm-hmm. You know So I'm sure it's still Making money Maybe not what it Used to when it First opened Right But It's a cool place to go Just for all the, the Stuff that they have You know It's almost like A Kevin Smith museum Right Go around and check Out his stuff
2: yeah, that, that's that's more so what it seems like to me, you know, now these days. It doesn't seem to me like there's many people that come in there to buy um, comics and shit. Man, I didn't. I bought... Like you
1: said, I got... He got me what I wanted, whether it was the Star Wars or Star Wars, I don't recall. Right. And then I think I bought a, a Chasing Amy screenplay book.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: A little... They, they were selling cells, yeah. film cells of Chasing Amy. I bought that. Yeah, that was like you know a year within a year of that movie coming out. So that was the the hot item. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, dude, the show, the show was, dude, it was so good. And I, you were saying it comes, it comes out on Blu-ray on
2: January. January twenty-first is the date as of right now. Uh, I can't wait. I don't know.
1: Would you say it again in the theater? Uh,
2: if I had the opportunity, yes, I would. Yeah, I would consider
1: it. It's going to be. Nearby, you know, like, it's going to be at the AMC The Chamonix. It will
2: be at the Chamonix yeah. starting tomorrow? I think so. Or I don't think
1: it was today. I think it starts the day after. Right. But either way, it'll be there this weekend. But I don't know how long they're going to keep it in the theater. But I would love to see it again. I think it was there, Cherry Hill, and someplace else.
2: I wonder how much money it's making theatrically now. Because obviously, you know, with it opening in different cities now, the theatrical revenue is going to kind of go up. Yeah. You know, so... I'm I'm curious. Do you think...
1: Okay, so, like, the cheap ticket tonight was 50 bucks. Right. And that's... I think that's a a decent amount. You got the... He talked beforehand. You got the movie. He talked with Jay after. Right. Totally worth it. Does that count?
2: Does that count towards box office receipts? Um, Or is that something completely independent of it? No, I think for this, it's... I think for something like this, it's still it still counts just because this is um, the way that he you know the way that he's rolling this out is entirely different so I I think it still counts
1: it's fantastic
2: it's such a great move it's such a great move
1: and I think that's what keeps his fan base so loyal is that he's, he's made himself so accessible whether it's Twitter or Instagram and he's always posting stuff and he's generous with his time even with the crap that happened in Pittsburgh last night yeah
2: that was a nightmare
1: (laughs) which I'm not gonna get into that now if you're listening to this it's on the internet go look it up yeah that was bizarre but it's just so cool like there's so many there's other people that you know in the entertainment industry whose stuff I like and it's no one I I mean there's Plenty of people that are on Twitter and interact with fans, right? But as far as what I'm into, he's got himself out there. It's so neat. I've tweeted stuff that he's liked. I don't. He's never commented on anything, but just even that, it's like, oh, there's a there's a little recognition, right? And
2: that, I think that's pretty cool. It's something. Yeah, it's, it's definitely something. Because I've tried to get
1: the attention of lesser. I don't even know if you call them celebrities, but like radio DJs right um, I got somebody from MMR a local station here in Philadelphia that I asked a question something about the, the morning show and he replied which is very cool and I just you know I'd like to reply so he knows, knew that I read it but you know I've tried getting others and they don't get reply, don't get likes or replies or anything Right. but he's one of the one of the few
2: Which, again, is pretty badass. Yeah, no, it definitely... uh, Definitely is. I mean, and he's very inspiring, too, with the way that he speaks and all that stuff like that. It's just... Oh, yeah. It's it's just... Wow.
1: You listen to him talk for a while, and then all of a sudden you think... Right. You can do the same thing, too. Exactly. We can. It's just finding the time and the resources.
2: Exactly. But... Yeah, that's a big thing right
1: there. But, yeah, dude, definitely. It's like... Oh my god You do a podcast I can do a podcast Right You want to write something I can write something mm-hmm. Like You just gotta You know Give it that time and energy Which For me Again if you're a Jagged Audio listener You know Time is hard to come by Yes But uh, I don't know I think we're gonna wrap this up We're almost to our destination And I'm trying to find Something quick to eat Before uh, We call it a night but I just want to thank you, a thousand times over. I never would have gone to this. I would have probably waited for the the, the regular release to go to a regular movie theater. Uh,
2: would you have gone to the this weekend if it was at you know like let's say it just came to the tomorrow? Would you have gone to the if you did not go tonight? Would you have gone at, to the this weekend? At some
1: point, I probably would have gone to like an early matinee,
2: right?
1: Where so it would be less crowded. But yeah, yeah. oh definitely, I've seen. Everything that had a regular theatrical release. I know Red State didn't quite have one. Right. I don't think Tusk or... Uh, uh, Tusk? What was yeah, that? Tusk what did, but on? I think
2: it was still limited. Uh, yoga, hosers yoga Hosers did not. Is... Okay. All right, so then... Yoga Hosers is... I mean, it's good, but... Mm-hmm. I never finished it. <laughs> yeah, I, it was very tough for me to get through it, but I did. Um...
1: So, yeah. I mean, all the, all the Silent Bob movies, James and Silent Bob movies I saw opening weekend. Right. So, yeah. I definitely... I would have been there. Which, hopefully... I don't want to say it right away. Mm-hmm. But, hopefully... Uh, maybe it'll be in there for two or three weeks. And uh, get, get another chance
2: before it leaves. Yeah, that would be something special. Yeah. So, Michael, thank you very much. I'm so glad that I was able to share this experience with you, sir. I feel... That we have a deeper bond now than we ever have before. Yes. Um, I would like to erase all Joey T. epic <laughs> fails from history.
1: No, and we'll, get, we'll have to get into that in the future.
2: And, I mean, it was just a very lovely evening. Thank you for uh, accompanying me, and I'm glad that you enjoyed it. And um, it was wonderful.
1: Yes, thank you very much, sir. Thank you for listening to the inaugural episode. Of the Joey T podcast. Good night.
0: Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino Online. I was only playing for
1: fun, so winning was a dream come true.
0: Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life changing cash prizes.